There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Well, we thank you for joining us on this Tuesday edition of the podcast. We certainly are thankful for the goodness of the Lord. We thank the Lord for his mercy. We thank him how good he's been. And again, not just how good he's been, but the absolute fact that his very character is good and how we bless the name of the Lord. And uh, the Lord is working today in unusual ways, but he's always working through the word of God. He's dealing with men through the word of God. He's not forsaking his word, but he loves his word. Uh, He's a matter of fact, he set his word so high that it's even above his own name. That's how much he thinks of the Word of God. And so as we preach the Word of God, we teach the Word of God, we believe the Word of God. And we believe the words that God has said in the Scripture, and that's why we preach this podcast, teach this podcast. And so today I want to look at some of those words in Psalm 116. This is going to be part three. We gave kind of an introduction to Psalm 116, really an overview of how we look at Scripture, but especially the Psalms, especially prophecy in the Psalms. And then yesterday on the podcast, of course, we began the introduction to Psalm 116 as we looked at the prayer, the supplication. And today I want to look at something else in verse 2 of Psalm 116. And the Word of God said this, because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Again, that inclination is to come in, is to lean in, is to uh, bring oneself, is to change position to a a forward-leaning position, is to draw closer to, and to put that ear where it can hear. And so we thank the Lord that he has inclined his ear. And then the rest of the verse in verse 2 says this, Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. And I'd like to look at that for just a couple of minutes here, but I want to look at that matter of calling upon the Lord. And we see that in Psalm 145, and we see it in verse 18, where the Word of God says this, The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him, and here's what he says in truth. And so the Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, but then he's nigh to them that call upon him in truth. How can you call upon him whom you've not believed? Now that's Romans 10, 14, the companion to Romans 10, 13, the verse most often used to try to describe what it means to be saved, and that's to call upon the name of the Lord. But yet you cannot call upon someone you don't believe in. And Yet we're taught today that if you call upon the name of the Lord, God is obligated to save you whether you believe in him or not. Or they'll say this, well, the fact that you called upon him is the evidence that you believe. But I've seen drunkards called upon the name of the Lord. Do they believe God? No, they don't believe God. But they've called upon the name of the Lord. They lay there in their drunkenness. I've seen them in church, drunks, and, oh, God, save me. Oh, God, save me. And people rejoice and saying he called upon the name of the Lord. I'm saying, but he didn't believe in his heart that God raised him from the dead. You can't contradict the Scripture. You can't take one verse and make it a doctrine, but that's what's done today. And so Psalm 116, verse 2, he talks about calling upon the Lord, calling upon the name of the Lord, and we do that in truth. 
We do that because we have believed. In verse 26 of Genesis 4, and to Seth, to him also there was born a son. He called his name Enos. And there's a colon there. So there's a new sentence really in that verse. And it says, and he called his name Enos, then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. Now, a little note here I put in my Bible many years ago. It doesn't say that men began to call upon the name of the Lord uh, to be saved. Men began to call upon the name of the Lord because of salvation. Men began to call upon God. They began to see the need. Why? That godly seed through Seth, his son Enos, and men began to call upon the name of the Lord. Why? Because their supplication was brought before God. Their prayer came before God. They wanted God to incline his ear to them, to hear them. And so men began to pray. Men began to call upon his name. It's no different than what it is today. The saints of God call upon the name of the Lord. They call upon him with supplication. They call upon him with strong cry. They call upon him with tears. Why? Because that's faith. We believe that God can and did, will do what he said he would do. And therefore, men call upon the name of the Lord. Psalm 55, again, we see another reference to this in Psalm 55 in verse 16. As for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me. Even in the morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. Now, it's interesting there because I've heard that verse often misquoted as a verse of salvation of the soul. But you look here, he's with Ahithophel. This is the betrayal. And of course, I realize it's a picture, a type of Judas Iscariot. But in this passage, he's speaking of Ahithophel. For in verse 12, he says, For it was not an enemy that reproached me, then I could have borne it. Neither was he that hated me, that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid himself from him. <clears throat> but it was thou a man mine equal, my guide and mine acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked unto the house of God in company. But what is that? Well, verse 11, deceit and guile depart not from her streets. So his own familiar friend has turned against him. That man that it, what his counsel was as always at the oracles of God, Ahithophel, has turned against David. And so David says, we took sweet counsel. But then he says, for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me. Even in morning at noon shall I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many with me. Now, did he save David at that point because he delivered his soul from the battle? No. His soul was in distress because his soul was being heavily afflicted by Ahithophel. His counsel was destroyed, David. He turned David's own son against him, which caused his son to be slain. And so death has come to David's house once again because Ahithophel has betrayed him. Is a troubling to David. So David said, I'll call upon the name of the Lord, and he shall save me. What's he going to save him from? From Ahithophel that's oppressed him, from the terror of his soul, from the torment of seeing his son die. And God gives relief to those that call upon his name. God will deliver them. And the word is used in both these places, to save and to deliver. And so God will do that for the saints of God. So again, we see verses so often taken out of context misunderstanding what the Word of God is saying because they have one verse that they want to cling to. And really, to be honest, it's mostly pride because everybody that I find out that I talk to that's called upon the name of the Lord under my ministry, of course, they've truly been saved. I don't have any false converts. That's kind of the mindset people have today. That's sarcasm on my part. Maybe I shouldn't do that on the podcast. But, you know, I like to think that the converts that got saved under our ministry are truly converted. But the reality is there's some have gone back. Some have turned out of the way. Some have turned aside from Jesus Christ. 
And I wouldn't sit there and proclaim them to be saved because they called upon the name of the Lord because of the pride of my heart and damn them because of the pride of my heart and not realize the truth of the word of God. Psalm 86 and verse 7, he said, the day of my trouble, I will call upon thee for thou wilt answer me. Again, there's faith. There's believing God. There's believing what God said. Psalm 18 and verse 3, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved. Now, let's stop there. Oh, David got saved in this passage. Glory to God. <laughs> Sorry for the sarcasm. Maybe I'm just having a rough day with sarcasm, but so shall I be saved from mine enemies. And so again, deliverance comes in the face of, of his enemies, in the face of adversity, because he has called upon the name of the Lord. He has called upon him in whom he hath believed. This is the faith of Jesus Christ. This is messianic here. This is speaking of Jesus Christ, because the next verse is, the sorrows of death compassed me, a companion to what we're going to read in Psalm 116. And the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. And I don't mean to make light of this, but so often you hear that one verse that just kind of summarizes everything. And we get down to this matter of repentance, and they just say, well, have you called upon the name of the Lord? Well, yes, I've called upon the name of the Lord, but I only started doing that by faith after I got saved. I believed God. And so I called upon the name of the Lord because I believed him. And I've been called upon the name of the Lord for 25 years, and he has delivered me, and he has heard my cry. And there's been times that even in the morning and at noon, I will pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. God will deliver. God will take you out of a situation. God will keep back the oppressor and keep back the enemy if we'll believe God and call upon his name. And so again, we see in Psalm 80 and verse 18, uh, many verses in the Psalms about this, and I just wanted to touch on them because of the context of what we're looking at in Psalm 116, verse 80, or verse 18, rather, of chapter 80. So will we not go back from thee, quicken us, and we will call upon thy name. Turn us again, O Lord God of hosts, cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Again, he's not talking about the deliverance of the soul. He's not talking about redeeming man and bringing man out of his sinful condition. But he's talking about Israel here. And he's going to remove Israel from the calamity. Israel who's turned against him. Israel who's gone wayward and God is seeking to deliver them. He said in verse 13 of our text in Psalm 116, he said, I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of of the Lord. Now, again, this is messianic. This is Jesus Christ. Did he call upon the name of the Lord? Yes, he did. Verse 17, I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. So three times in this text, verse two, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. And he goes down to verse 13, I will take the cup of salvation and will call upon the name of the Lord. Verse 17, I will offer thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. So we see this is the faith of Jesus Christ. This is because he believes God. This is because he has that faith, God's faith. And he calls upon the name of the Lord. Why? Because he knows that God hears. He knows that God will respond to the supplication. 
His ear will be inclined unto him, that father-son relationship, that relationship when Jesus Christ, the Son of God, calls upon the name of the Lord, the Father in heaven hears that cry and comes to him and inclines his ear unto him because, again, because he believes God. And so calling upon the name of the Lord, who is it reserved for? Those that believe God. It's not a cure-all. It's not a fix-all. It's a privilege. And that privilege is reserved for those that believe, for how shall they call upon him in whom they have not believed. And after I got saved, I began to call upon the name of the Lord. I called upon him with frequency. I've called upon him numerous times today. I've called upon him because of health scares in our, in our family. I've called upon him because of uh, an issue with one of our children today, uh, something fairly urgent in dealing with them, not a physical urgency, but a spiritual urgency. And I called upon the Lord today for, for safety. I called upon the name, the name of the Lord today that he would deliver us from the oppressor and deliver us from the hand of those that would destroy us. And so I called upon him because I believe God. And my friend, if you believe God, you have the privilege to call upon him. And the reason men don't pray is because something's between them and God. Whether they've never believed on the name of the only begotten Son of God, Jesus Christ, or they've let something come between them and the Lord Jesus Christ. And they cannot pray because they know their prayer is hindered. They don't want to pray because they don't want to come face to face with God. Deal with a situation in a personal situation. And in lives that we deal with and deal with people that say, I can't pray. And you have to get to the bottom of why can't they pray? Why can't they seek God? Why can't they turn to God? And they all say, well, I've called upon the name of the Lord. But when did you believe God? When did you have saving faith? When did you believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, not in your intellect, but in your heart? When did you believe with all thine heart that Jesus Christ indeed is the Son of God? And that's the day we're in. Everybody's been promised a promise. Everybody's been told they have eternal life. Everybody's been told just go through these magic motions and just turn this magic key. And God is obligated to save you against the scripture and against his will because you went to one verse in the Bible and did exactly what that verse said. And we'll take that verse out of context and we're going to twist that scripture. And now we're going to tell everybody that you have salvation contrary to belief, contrary to repentance, contrary to the cleansing blood, contrary to the ministry of the Holy Ghost, contrary to the ministry of the word of God, and contrary to the Psalms concerning calling upon the name of the Lord. It's a privilege to call upon his name. It's a privilege reserved for those that believe the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, as we get ready for tomorrow, and I didn't mean to be here that long on that. I felt like maybe the Lord wanted us there. And I want to go to Psalm 18 and just touch on Psalm 18 again and read those verses. Because tomorrow we're going to start the podcast in Psalm 116, where it says, The sorrows of death compassed me, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then verse 4, then called I upon the name of the Lord, O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. So when Jesus Christ has been made sin for us, and he's paying the penalty for our sin, the judgment for our sin, he calls upon the name of the Lord. He calls upon him to deliver his soul. His soul was not left in hell, and we see that in the Scripture. In Psalm 18, again, we'll start here tomorrow. The sorrows of death compassed me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. 
The sorrows of hell compassed me about, the snares of death prevented me, and my distress I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. You notice how personal that is. He called upon the Lord, but he cried unto my God. It's personal. It's a father and the son. It's a relationship. It's a relationship that's already been established and in his lowest hour, at the lowest ebb of his life, at the point that he has died for us and his soul's been offered for us, he calls upon the name of the Lord. He heard my voice out of his temple and my cry came before him, even into his ears. We'll pick up there again tomorrow in Psalm 116. Have a great day. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania. 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption calleth not. Now the angels of God are rejoicing for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.